I'm Hannah. I'm also Hannah. And this is Hannah, you're yelling. I want to see what's in your closet. You dirty girl, let's go check. Right? <laughs> so I was just putting a bunch of used condoms in an old purse I had. <laughs> yes, but also I'm allowing you to be nosy into my own life. I've become such a raging cunt. And I mean that. Is that condescending? It could be, but I took it as a full-blown fucking compliment. <laughs> <laughs> hey Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome. Bitches. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually really nervous for this one. Really? Kind oh, of. Oh, that's okay. I need to start getting lubed up again now that I'm not totally sober. I'm actually totally sober. pretty shit-faced, I'll be honest. <laughs> this is what my, you've been drinking, I'm on girl. my third glass of Sauvignon Blanc. Okay, okay. That's what shit-faced is for us now, and I love that. Yeah, it used to be like eight shots, and now it's three glasses right? of wine. Yeah. I went to brunch this morning, and I had a mimosa and a half. Actually, I think it would have just been like one regular-sized mimosa <laughs> yeah. on my ass. Really? I was like, could you drive? That's so wild. But also, I, I don't know if it's just champagne all alcohol is kind of the same or whatever, mm. but like no bubbles it makes, makes me you feel fucking, weird. Yeah, no, I've it's heard a that. weird feeling, and it's like kind of a an all body experience. Well, experience. It's it's really weird. The drunkest that I ever got ever was like just a yeah. random night, and we had just a bottle of bubbly, and we were like, let's just open it up. I got so shit faced. I went to the ER the next morning. I oh my thought, god! When was I thought this? something was really wrong with me. I was just being a little bitch. But it was the drunkest I've ever been. The most fun drunk I've ever had. Like literally wow. laughing my ass I, off. I wasn't there. Mm-mm. No. Mm. Sorry. I wish I could have been. So sorry. <laughs> No it was like a weird day like it was just like a Saturday night and we were just like ah, oh, we got this little bubbly like let's open it up and then I literally couldn't breathe the next morning you didn't even have a whole bottle no I think we split it but it was like actually oh, the God. the worst I've ever felt from a and drunk and I'm sure your acid reflux was oh it like was terrible horrendous it was terrible and this was back when I couldn't throw up so I, I would just swallow it I guess I don't know Jesus Christ yeah have you thrown up at all today? A lot. I actually just puked it out just a second ago. Oh, my God, Hannah. It feels fantastic. If you need to go at all during the podcast, let me know. Oh, I so will. Well, actually, I, this is something that I want to bring up. This is like okay. a terrible segue, and I feel like this is where you say trigger warning. But I've okay. been learning about ingestive behavior in my neuroscience class, the neuroscience ingestive. of ingestive behavior. So, like, uh, your Things that you stomach eat and drink? And stuff. Yeah, like eating and drinking. Okay, okay. And I've been learning about, like, eating disorders and obesity and stuff like that. And it has been so interesting to me. Something that I learned today that just blew my fucking mind is that – so, you know, with, like, anorexia, how a lot of people – work out excessively yeah. like the basically the symptoms of anorexia are like you're obsessed with food but you don't eat food and right. you work out excessively right and what i learned today is that the excessive working out isn't because of the fear of like you're trying to become skinnier and you're trying to get smaller it's that like your body whenever it's starving it produces this peptide called pyy that makes you work harder and work out more to, basically it's like to go find food and so like whenever we were Interesting. like in the like we were so hunter gatherers forage it's food. literally it's it's a foraging mechanism and really we just manifest it as just going to the gym but it's literally your body like failing itself because it thinks it's foraging for food but really you're just you're working out 
Yeah. So it's like, let's make this last straw effort to, to go like, find effort, food yeah. because surely that's why they're not eating. Like, that's why my body's not maintaining its they nutrients. It, yeah. Isn't that so crazy? And like, that's really rats that have anorexia, it's like a thing. Like, rats can have anorexia too. And like, they, what? they will, it's not just this like little thing that like women came up with to like have because. Right were insecure like it's a clinical chemical imbalance it also yeah. is it has a lot to do with the fact that we Society have an expectation shit, yeah. to be skinny thin little bitches right. but like yeah it is insane and it made me literally just it blew the fucking top off this shit i was like no way like yeah that's crazy isn't that wild you'd think it's because they're so trying to get skinnier but your body's literally making you go work its ass off to go find food that's why they have so much wow. energy despite the fact that they're so right. nutrient deprived like that is really fascinating no i'm glad you shared that thanks <laughs> just starting um, it off heavy <laughs> My other question for you Mm -hmm. was, we talked about in last episode that you got a new job, Mm -hmm. but the episode prior to that, you said if you got a new job, you would be making a giant Skims purchase, and I'm I'm wondering (gasps) if that's happened yet. I'm so glad. I'm holding you to it. I'm really glad you brought this up. So what I actually did is, I'm going to be honest with you. What happened (laughs) is, so I accidentally bought a swimsuit that was $184. Oh, shit. And I, From where? It was a little boutique. I don't have any swimsuits that fit me anymore. Okay. And so I was like, let me just go get a little swimsuit. So I went to this little boutique and I was checking out and they were like, okay, this is a purchase that you cannot, like, what is it called? Like, you can't return it. All sales are final. All sales yeah. are final. And I was like, no worries. I've got it. I'm made of money. Oh, shit. And then she was did like. You try it? Wait, did you try it on? Sorry. I did, did I try it part? on. It's fine. It doesn't do anything crazy for my body. It's actually one of those swimsuits that's supposed to be a one-size-fits-all, which you know is bullshit. Oh, right. Um, exactly. Barely fits my yitties, but it technically does Is it does a one-piece, two-piece? No, it's a two-piece. Girl, I'm oh, not- Oh, sexy. I, I don't wear one-pieces. <laughs> anyway, so I checked out, and she said 184, and I just was like, sure thing. I couldn't say no at that point. I was Did so embarrassed. Did you not know the price? No, because it doesn't have any prices on it. It also doesn't oh, have any shit. sizes on it. And I was like, yeah, I'm just going to go for okay, it. Okay, that, that's like such a con artist It's thing, super though. con-y. Yeah. You it, can't do have a boutique, have no prices, and then- all sales be final. Literally. It was actually like, it was a scam, but I, I did it anyways. And so I spent that much money and then I, I felt really bad if I like actually also did a skims order. Also, was it the red swimsuit that you were wearing the other day? It is. Red is your color. It looks so good on you. <laughs> Thank you. I'm not Thank even kidding. You. Actually, genuinely, that means so much. Genuinely, genuinely. I Okay, one of my points, which I'm skipping ahead here, but today we're going to talk about things that we want to see more of. Yeah. One of my literal points was if you have an outfit that you love, I want to see you wear it all summer. Me? I want to see or yeah, anybody. Or anyone. Oh, I anyone. see that. Like, it, like, I think you need to re-wear your favorite outfit like every day and I'm not opposed to that. I want to see more of it actually. That's a good point. And you had like a red t-shirt that, or a red uh, tank top that you wore a couple summers ago. Oh, You wore it yes, almost every day. I did. I, I loved it on you. It looked gorgeous. If you Thank have a favorite you. bikini, if you want to wear this red bikini all summer, you should wear it all summer. Well, I'm going to have know? to because it was it was almost $200 <laughs> and I'm not buying like, another. I don't have a choice, There's, there's no choice. Choice. Yeah, I'm definitely right, not buying right. another swimsuit. But yeah, I I got it. And so now I don't think I'm going to do the skims order because I felt like it was kind of the, you know, this or that moment. And right. I definitely mm-hmm. went with the swimsuit. But thanks for keeping me accountable. You're welcome. I actually just quit my job too. Which... <laughs> <laughs> what? I did. 
I know, but that one, where'd you get that from? Oh, because I quit my job. Yeah, you quit your job to get the other, other new job right, to get the skin sorter. Right. Okay, sorry. The, yeah, yeah, and you then this jumped on that, so, but yeah, I'm with no you. No worries. <laughs> We're just going to try to string this whole episode together and tie it in a knot. Um, but yeah, I quit my job. Yes, you did. I'm moving to a steakhouse, actually. It's it's going to be incredibly fine dining, and I actually have to wear a suit, a vest, a tie, and an apron down to my ankles. No, guys. So- guys, you heard that right. A vest. <laughs> a vest. Yeah. I'm excited, <laughs> is, all, is what I have to say. Um... Are you? We'll see. It's very, there's going to be a lot of red meat involved, a lot of steak mm-hmm. and seafood. And it's ex- incredibly expensive. Like, I couldn't eat here on my own. So it'll be interesting to see the clientele. I'm excited. And I'm thinking, basically why I quit my bad job is because I was kind of getting some bad vibes. <laughs> and I'm thinking, go to the new place. If it's different bad vibes, at least it's different you know what I mean Absolutely. and then I'll just quit there I mean it's all gonna be fine it's all gonna work out it's really no big deal I'm like yeah let me just train at a new place I'm in a place to learn something new could not be happier that you're quitting that job thank you she would come back with stories and I'd be like that's actually full-blown sexual assault could you leave right and he'd right. be like yeah I'm gonna wait it out yeah I was kind of getting to the point where I wasn't feeling super safe getting super bad vibes as a lady I would say would be one of the main points Uh, for sure yeah anyways I'm heading on out of there going to somewhere new so we'll see how this works out for me um I'm excited I'm in training this week so looking forward to it exciting So yeah, like Hannah said, we're going to be doing an episode on things that we want to see more of, and that's loose, because I actually only have a few things that I want to see more of. Most of it is just things I would like to talk about. Yeah. Um, Also, it's not very serious, because there's a lot of things that I would like to see more of that are like... Oh, none of mine are serious. Like the wage gap and like a lot of things that need to change. (laughs) But I can't take... Equality. Yeah, I I really can't take that on right now on this podcast. We'll get there, but just... Not now. So, but what's something that you'd like to bring to the table? Um, I'd really like to see more even numbers. I want to see whenever mm. I walk into a coffee shop, I would love there to be a coffee shop where the coffee is just five dollars. Five zero zero. That's not an even because, number. Because well, not even. <laughs> like I just mean like zeros. You know what I mean? Okay. Like I want it to be either $5 or $7 or $10 or whatever. And I'd rather pay more money. Like I'd rather pay for something if it was $5 rather than if it was $4.87. You know what I mean? So I just want it to be $5. And do you mean like without tax or like with tax included? Yeah, with tax. Tax included. That's what I don't understand is why aren't we saying tax included? Right. I want there to be a coffee shop that you go to, taxes included, everything's already done. Mm-hmm. The coffee is $5, you tip $2. Mm-hmm. I realize that's $7, but at least it's even. You know what I mean? Fair. I'd rather spend more money well, for the, it to look nice. The cents get you, don't they? Well, also, it'll say like four ninety nine, and you'll be like, oh, $4, that's nothing. Right. But if you round up, that's 5 Right. And I'd rather spend five. I'd rather spend five. Or at least know that you're spending five. It's more like informative for something to be $7.699 because then you like, you know, you just know what you're spending. Like if I'm going out to buy a dress, I'd rather buy a dress that's $100 than 
a dress that was like eighty nine ninety five, and then you have to go and pay for tax on top of that. And okay. then you're like, you're basically spent a hundred dollars anyway. So it's like, just let's do like a flat rate thing. It's more aesthetically mm. pleasing. I get that. That's <laughs> no, that's a hot topic. Super I get that. Super hot topic. I get that. Um, something I'd like to see more of is, and and I do mean this, is kids on leashes. <laughs> Thank oh you. Oh, my God. I saw a child on a, another <gasps> leash backpack today, and I know oh, so I know good. that some people would call this, what, abuse, but... What? That's a strong word. That's a really strong word. It's a word. super strong word, and I, I wouldn't say it's abuse. I say it's a oh, keeping no. a kid in line. It's keeping yeah. a kid out of the streets. Yeah. And I like it, and I honestly, honest to God, I think they like it, too. I, I think so, too. I think there's yeah. a comfort the mechanism. The cute. Right, it's they're all cute. strapped in. Maybe don't, maybe don't do a short leash. You could do a long leash. Yeah, you can, you a, can an extendable leash. Yeah, you can do one of those that extends, and then you can kind right. of keep it tight when you need it tight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I, I do really feel like it's not a bad thing, <laughs> and I think that kids on leashes is super fine with me. Oh necessary it's also like are you ever just in costco and there's like a kid in your aisle just running around and you're like who do you belong to yeah and it's always do you get this where like the parents always like oh god he's being so cute oh sorry Sorry. he's He's, such an adventurous he loves to get in the way and it's like yeah he's in the way right like Like, leash your kid let's go personally he's in my way And I, I know that maybe some people are going to disagree with that, but those are the people that... I'm okay with disagreeing with yeah, that. Yeah, I'm so okay with disagreeing with that. I think Kids on Let's Leashes is... Let's agree to disagree here. Yeah. Kids on Leashes are a firm point that this podcast stands we on. We stand so. on Kids on Leashes. Yes. And if you don't like it, don't have a kid. You don't have to put yeah. your kid on a leash. Agreed. Another thing I would like to see more of is... I want to see what's inside of your drawers, and I want to see what's inside of your cabinets. Oh, I like that. I like, let's get some transparency. Yeah, when Indy Blue this past week, she was like posting that she had organized her bathroom drawers. Mm. I was, I was like screenshotting those stories. I was obsessed with it. Not because the organization, I was like, I want to know what toothpaste that you use Mm -hmm. because it's so essential to my life that I know exactly what you're what you decided to keep after you've organized your entire bathroom and how you've organized it yes and like what brand of toilet paper you're using where you're storing it I want to see what's in your kitchen cabinets I want to see what's in your closet I want to see the mess that's on the ground yeah I want to see like how you store your underwear are you folding your clothes are you putting them in a drawer you know how many clothes do you actually have I want to know because like but also I don't want to see it like after it's fully fully done kind of I want to see like just yeah like honestly all those day in your life's like can you fucking shut up those are not days in your life like I want to see a genuine like if I showed a day in my life people would actually call somebody yeah people would be super concerned with a day in my life also when we cleaned out your closet hey when we were in high school Hannah kind of has this thing about closets and I don't I don't think it's a bad thing. I think you need to indulge in yourself and embrace yourself for this. But it's kind of like the closet is where everything goes in her life. It kind of goes away to die in there. Most of the time it's been a, a walk-in situation, but it's definitely not right. a walkable situation. Oh, yeah. You That's can't, a good way to put it. You cannot walk into the closet. It's it's literally at your hips of what I've mm-hmm. thrown in there. 
And so in high school, one night we had the house to ourselves. We decided to to get some wine and clean the closet. Clean we were also like, closet. I remember we were pretty underage, and you were like, "Do you think your parents have wine?" And I was like, "Oh my god, you dirty girl, let's go check." Right? You're like, "Girl, my parents are alcoholics. I was let's like, go." Yeah, I was like so stressed out, but it was so fun. We got a little wine drunk and we cleaned out the entirety of my closet. You want to tell I mean, them what the you found? The things that we found. So at first it starts like very tame. It's like, okay, these are dirty socks. These, This is like an outfit that you probably wore when you were like four years old. Mm-hmm. Like maybe it's time to like wrap it up, you mm-hmm. know? We were cleaning. We were being productive. We were mm-hmm. getting the thing done. We start getting a little bit more towards the back of the closet. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if y'all remember those... Um, recycled purses <laughs> that were very popular in the early 2000s they were made out were of kind like of made out of uh, aluminum cans and, kind and of like deal. gum wrappers right and like newspaper situation yeah. and they were all zigzag crisscross homemade type deal mm-hmm. anyway so i find one of these i believe this this was right after i had been looking through a drawer of books and i had found a coloring book of sex positions mm-hmm. and just like it was so alarming to me. I we hadn't like, this really had be yours. between us. We really hadn't had the talk about no. that. I've been having sex, so no, at this no, no, point, no. she's finding a sex position coloring book. Right, and then I was like, "Oh my god!" So we're not only having sex; we're like coloring about it. We're making you know what fun I mean? of it. Yeah, right. This we're isn't. Like, it's your culture now. Yeah, and I'm. I was like, "What? What is this?" And you're like, "Oh, Nathan bought it for me. Like, kind of like a gag gift." It, you it know? technically like, was a gag gift. He did buy it way before we had started having sex. It was a oh, joke. Oh, really? That naughty boy. Yeah, but it it didn't age well, obviously, because then we started having sex. And then I won't even disclose what I found in this recycled bag purse. It was so alarming. Should for I disclose me. it or is it too far? Oh, you're welcome to disclose. I was just going to spare the podcast, but. Oh, should we? I don't know. We shouldn't. I, mean, I we have should've. absolutely I was gonna spare no your shame. Dignity. No shame in this. It was like used condoms. It was a lot of used condoms a in there. A lot of used condoms. <laughs> and let me just be transparent. I was obviously in a household that didn't allow sex. So where am I supposed to put them in the in the at least you the were trash being safe. can? I was being safe, guys. Thank God, and that's what I should have congratulated you on upon you. finding these. And thank you. And yeah, and so I was just putting a bunch of used condoms in an old purse I had. And, <laughs> and <laughs> oh my God! I but know. it's it's really is like where as a teenager are you supposed to put the used condom? Uh, like that was the only place that you nobody would check. Away. Also, like yeah. it was in the back of my incredibly dirty and like grotesque closet that no one would right. ever look in. No one would ever look except for Did my you best know friend. That we were gonna find it whenever we were. You concerned whenever we were looking through the closet that we would stumble upon Honestly, something I like, shouldn't have seen. I don't have much shame in it. Like I really didn't feel that even at the time. I was like, it's just yeah. my little trash can that I keep in the back. Right. Of the closet. <laughs> like, I think I was so embarrassed for you. Also, the mental image of you finishing with sex and then wrapping up the condom and climbing over the <laughs> mountains. <laughs> Of like old clothes in your closet to get to, to this put it in a little purse. purse. Honestly, I think I made Nathan do it because I don't remember dealing oh, I'm with sure any did. sort yeah. of con. That was the mental image in my mind was gi- her gigantic boyfriend, <laughs> <laughs> his naked body just <laughs> crawling through my closet. <laughs> 
like high school lanky like <laughs> oh, oh my god. god i think there was also strawberry flavored lube in there there was it was strawberry. I remember that distinctly. Yeah. And I'm sorry. Because honestly, we were dealing with... It was like literally letting your like fourth grader little brother see this. Like Hannah was yeah. not taking it well. Right. Hannah no, was not I really in the place to be seeing my used condom trash can yeah. purse in the back. And I am now, so... Thank you. you know. Well, I think I knew you were always going to be that girl for me. I'm, I'm so glad you saw the light at the end of my super dark and religious <laughs> tunnel. <laughs> Yeah, where were we going with that? Oh, it was it was because I want to see what's inside your closet. Oh, yeah. And that's because <laughs> if you do have you never know what's in someone's closet and I want to see it on your Instagram story and I want you to send me like a photo of it yeah. and I want to see what's inside your drawers cuz maybe there's like used condoms in there or like secrets or like oh my god, people's bedside tables. Oh my god. I just want to know. Also, guys, it can't be worse than your trash can condom purse right right it really can't want to know i'm super curious i'm no i'm with you on that i think i had another one that was a little like intrusive like that oh oh i really really want to see what people make like money wise oh yes and this is also like i know there's actually like a movement to like be transparent on how much money you're making because if you're secretive about it, a lot of women and like especially like black women like make a lot less than yeah. the average person it keeps in you that it, making less. Yes. And so it's like white men need to share what the fuck they're making because we should be making the same thing in the same position kind of thing. Yeah. So there's there's that realm. But I also just really wanna see, like, even if you're working your fucking like service job, like I wanna see like how much money are you like genuinely making and like right, where does right. it go and I'd love to see a budget and I, I wanna yeah. know if you stick to your budget or if you kind of just blow it. Right. I really want to see how people spend their money. And I think it's Me maybe too. based in an insecurity of how I spend my money, but I just think maybe. it would be really fucking cool to see how people spend their money like actually. But y'all let y'all should let us know. Um we'll leave a little Q and A at the bottom of this episode. Mm-hmm. And if you want to hear about our money because that's the other thing is like i i'm open about my money and i'm also open about my bathroom drawer if you want to see my closet if you want to see my bathroom drawer i'm nosy yes but also i'm allowing you to be nosy into my own life i have a podcast for you guys so you let me see your bathroom drawer and how much you make and i'll let you see mine you know that's like a fair would you would you show your bedside table because i don't think i could uh my bedside table has no drawers so we keep all the sexual things in another place oh see yeah my bedside table is actually not something i'm willing to share at the moment (laughs) (laughs) i'll share it later that's definitely the most personal of drawers i would say Mm, yeah i would love to see personally mine Oh, I'll yeah. send you a Snapchat later tonight. Okay, but please I do. definitely am not sharing it with the people. I'll send you a Snapchat of, of my little sex drawer. drawer. Perfect. Awesome. Perfect. Looking forward to it. Um, okay, what's something else you'd like to bring to the table? I what I want to see more of is parents absolutely how do I say this? Um making their kids believe in Santa for as long as humanly possible. Like I want Fair. these kids to be 11, 12, 13. And, like, having a full belief in Santa Claus. I don't think you should ever break the news. And I think you should protect your child at all costs from mm-hmm. heathens that would break the news mm-hmm. that Santa's not real to your child. And I think that you should put powdered sugar on your feet and in big boots and make the the Santa the, prints absolutely. and the reindeer prints. And absolutely. The, 
I think it needs to be like a hardcore thing that all parents around the world do for their children. And I think we need to be taking it more seriously because kids are finding out younger and younger. And it's we just scary need to out there. Protect them. Well, okay. Something that I love because I have a brother who's 15 years younger than me. We're still going through the Santa phase right now. And it is love so fucking fun. And Nathan has had the best time of his life, like me integrating him into our family and being yeah. like, you're about to believe in Santa till the day we die. It's so fun. And I remember this one time my littlest brother came home and he was like Joshua told me Santa isn't real (laughs) and literally our entire family I'm talking my other three brothers my mom all of us were like Joshua can suck a dick (laughs) fuck Joshua Joshua doesn't know what he's talking about his goddamn family because Santa's real oh I think it's very universal my boyfriend grew up incredibly atheist and he like santa was his whole world so i think i think jewish people don't believe in santa well i think they don't do christmas but you can still do santa and at least at least promote santa for everyone else you know Mm, what i mean mm -hmm. yeah because santa's not you know what santa's no santa is not a religion it's not religious yeah you you can Promote Santa and believe in Santa. Everyone needs to do it, and it needs to be an all and on. It could be all anything. Like let's let's lie to our children. Let's, let's lie to our that. children. Let's and collectively do that. And also, like, okay, so for me, when I found out Santa wasn't real, it was in my fifth grade classroom, and my bitch teacher told me he wasn't real anymore. Oh my god! And Not I was, an adult telling you. It was fucked up. But also, I was That's what fifteen. I don't know how old. How old are you in fifth grade? Fifteen feels You're old. You're not fifteen, okay. dude. You're fifteen, like when you graduate. God. <laughs> Um, we were 18 when we graduated high school. Yeah, okay, fair. Um, I don't know. Like, maybe you're, like, 13? 13? That's, okay, I feel like maybe 12? that was a little old. Anyways, yeah. I was believing in Santa until the day I died. I did kind of feel in my heart of hearts he wasn't super real, but I, I was still trying right. to stick with it. And I remember I went through, like, what, two depressive Christmases, because I'm like, Santa's not real yeah. anymore. I know he's not real anymore. This sucks. But then I had that realization of, like, Oh my God. Adults around the world are keeping the secret for everybody. Yeah. TV shows, movies, everything is right. keeping this a secret. Like, that's actually really You can, like, write a beautiful. letter to Santa and he'll actually write you something back. You can call Santa. You can, like, FaceTime Santa now. Like, you can track Santa where he's going. Like, and everyone's, like, just Elf in... on the Shelf. Can yes, we talk like... about the cult of Elf on the Shelf? I won't be doing that for me. That's too far. And that's fair. Do you feel that way? I I think I'll do Elf You're going to be an Elf on the Shelf girly? Yeah. It's the maternal. To me, Elf on the Shelf feels fucking weird. It feels too far to me. I can see that. I can see that. I think it's honestly, it's more for the parents to have this creativity competition with each other where they're posting on their Instagram and Facebook. Can you imagine 25 days of dealing with that shit? You're right. That actually is a huge commitment. I just want to enjoy the fucking Christmas holiday. I don't want to be figuring out where to put the flower and the fucking. Right. And how it's going to look. Creating a whole scene. Yeah. Oh, it's so stressful. So stressful. So yeah, basically we promote Santa so much, but also believe in kids on leashes. And that's kind of the middle ground here with children. Yeah. If you were wondering. It's not an all or nothing. It's kind of like a, we love them, we hate them. Right. 
Um, something I'd like to see more of are pudding and i've been on a pudding kick you've been on a pudding kick so like a huge pudding kick really okay because you're gonna have to share some of your favorite puddings because i used to what i used to oh i will is i used to go to the grocery store and there was this one specific pudding that i would get and it was in the refrigerator section so it was like a legit pudding i don't want none of that fucking bullshit in those little snack packs no no, i want no, 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 no no a good ass pudding but i also don't want to make it let me tell you what uh, unless you already know no i don't pudding. i don't think i do okay know. okay it's called cozy shack k-o-z-y shack the tapioca pudding so good it's a little bit yellow wait and it I'll, has but little it's tapioca rice. it's rice pudding no, no no they also have a rice pudding which is also phenomenal mm. are you not into rice pudding so well much? i just went really hard on rice pudding for oh, a time okay, being, okay, okay. and I'm not right. I'm not really on the rice. I'm I'm talking chocolate almost mousse at this point. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And and not to bring up my time in Europe, but right. I was in Europe for two weeks of my entire life. And <laughs> when you walk in a grocery store, there's puddings, there's really? mousses, and there's puddings everywhere. So it's like a Europe European thing. Maybe it's a European thing. And Smoke a cigarette, I, eat a chocolate pudding. It's God. It's it's so hot and. And in America, specifically Waco, Texas, there's right. no puddings. Definitely Limited not in the freezer section. If I'm eating a pudding that doesn't need to be refrigerated, then it's not a pudding I want. Yeah. And so that's kind of where I'm at. I'd love more pudding options. Um, I'd love to see more of that. That's kind of where I'll I'm at. I'll sign off on it. Okay. Um, I would like to see more of trusting yourself and also mm. keeping the promises that you make to yourself. Really? Which is really, really hard, but... It's like if you tell yourself that you're going to go to the gym in the morning, like you have to mean it, but only for yourself, not for anyone else. You know what I mean? Like you have to trust is something that you have to build with yourself. Mm. And if you tell yourself that you're going to quit your job, then you need to like actually put in your two weeks. And that was kind of like my deal with myself. You know what I mean? This is yeah, this is pissing me off. Because what? I don't like to, I don't oh, like fair. to hold up the promises for myself. But it like actually makes you like. It so does. It's the actual work of self-respect is keeping the promises that you make to yourself, and it's like kind of alarming at how much you learn to respect yourself whenever you start doing this. Because it's like no, that makes so much sense. Because I genuinely, when I'm like, you're gonna wake up tomorrow and you're gonna go to the gym, I'll, I know I won't. And then I get up and I hate myself for not keeping this promise that I knew right. I wasn't going to keep in the first place. And and it also makes you careful with the promises that you do make to yourself. Right. Like if I know I'm probably not going to get up, I'm not going to make myself promise that I will, if that makes sense. I need I'm to do that. Like, if I feel like it in the morning, I'm going to go to the gym. And if that's what I mean, then that's what I mean. But if I like want to make a promise to myself that I'm going to go, then that's a pact with myself. You know what I mean? No, that makes and sense. And then it's like major self-respect whenever I keep those promises and then whenever you kind of break a promise to yourself it kind of all goes out the window and you kind of have to build it back up but that's like trust with anyone and yeah. it's equally as important to build it with yourself because like imagine with you if I was like we're gonna do the podcast on Sunday night mm-hmm. and like I don't show up for you that's mm-hmm. like a big deal it is but if you don't show up for yourself it's like eh, it's just myself you know right. like you have to treat yourself with and I think it gives you that, like, self-confidence of, like, oh, I'm confident in myself that I will show up for myself. Yeah. No, you're right. Oof. And that you do the things that you say that you're going to do, and then you start, like, 
believing in yourself and being empowered and like there's there's no end there's no end to what you're capable of Mm, great point want to see more of it okay in myself well i'll try but (laughs) i'm not super confident um i'd like to see i'd really like to see more cuss words yes i feel like we're running low I Oh like like more more additions to cuss words, not just more yeah. people cursing. Well, oh, or more people cussing cuz honestly, right. well, I actually I really did notice this kind of this weekend with I I hung out with Nathan's friends and I'm a lot. I'm a lot of a person. I like to bring myself to the table. I like to be the person that I am. I hadn't noticed. You haven't noticed? Yeah. <laughs> I do. I like to. And I think I forget how this is sound like I'm not quirky. I'm not like trying to be like, oh, I'm so quirky. But like, I do think that I probably cuss more than your average girly. Right. I feel like I probably say some out of pocket shit that maybe your average college girly doesn't say. And so like this weekend when we were hanging out, I like said some stuff and people are just really surprised by it and i would say i was giving i was at like maybe a two on my personality scale yeah like i was at and may- they're maybe a two or a three and people were like holy shit this girl's a they're lot floored. and afterwards i always kind of do a quick check-in with nathan i'm always like hey was i too much tonight even though i don't yeah. know why i'm asking that because it is just me being myself and i right it doesn't matter if i'm too much and he's always like absolutely not that's why i'm marrying you and i'm like thank yeah. you king but like, I think about us and how we are our out-of-pocket selves, I would say, 99% of the time with each other. Yeah. And a lot of that comes with cussing. And I just don't think very many men or or just most people are not used to, like, a woman just, like, cussing like crazy. Yeah. And I'm not talking your average shit. I'm talking big words. Here. Right. And I'd like to see more of it. And I'd like it to be a little bit more normalized. And yeah. I agree with you. I agree with you fully. And I get that all the time at work because I think what it is is that on paper, you're a little white Christian girl that goes to Baylor. So true. And and is also, you know, like, yeah. And that's what people initially see you as. Like, Mm -hmm. that's how you come off. And I come off the same way, probably even worse because (laughs) of the way that I have to dress at my workplace (laughs) but then i'll like say fuck or something someone that literally the other day at work was like oh i didn't know that you cursed i was like have we ever had a conversation like even one i I would say 90 percent of my words are curse words and it's not forced like it's not that's just my truth trying to curse more it's just genuinely what i feel is necessary to explain the things in my life yeah so and it makes i think honestly it makes everything funny like, this is yeah. a bit. My whole life, I'm putting on bits. It's just a bit. And it's yeah. fucking funny. And yeah. I'm going to joke. I also, I wanted to bring something to the table. It has nothing to do with, like, wanting to see more of. Yeah. But, like, do you really think, like, in your heart of heart, do you feel like you're a funny person? Hmm. <laughs> She's sobbing her eyes out right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes. But, like, to myself. You know what I mean? Like, I think I'm funny. Do I think other people find me funny? I don't know. But, like, I actually laugh at myself all the time. You know really? what I mean? No, I think that's really good. I think, like, the thoughts the in outside, my head are so funny. I think you're one of the funniest people I know. Oh, thank and you. And I, I seriously mean that. Like, that's if I knew you were not. Like, you are seriously one of the funniest people I know. But from my perspective, like, 
One, I feel like it's a very conceited thing that we just decided to have a fucking podcast. We were like, yeah, oh, I, think, I think people definitely. are going to like us. Let's do this. And honestly, yeah. we're getting great feedback, so I'm feeling good about the decision. Right. But it is. It's conceited. It's, it's Right. You know. No denying also, that. Also, to be a comedian is conceited. Oh, just that's like, the most conceited thing of all. And it's yeah. so embarrassing if you're not actually funny. Oh, like, God. Fuck, It'd be that terrible. That is so embarrassing. It'd be so terrible. But I think for me, I don't find myself that funny. But I really? think that other people find me funny and I can lean into that. Because I feel like the jokes that I make are to please other people, if that makes sense. Right, like, right. When I'm with you, I feel like it's pretty truthful. But like, I don't know, like if I'm in a crowd, I know what's going to get the crowd going. Yeah. I'll just go yeah. for it. But it's not the things that would ever make me necessarily laugh. Does that make sense? Interesting. Maybe that's why we're like the perfect combo. Right. I just wanted to actually ask, like, when you go to sleep at night, do you feel like you could list yourself right. off as a funny person? Right. Also, like, maybe this doesn't go in the podcast, but like, there are people out there that just are genuinely not funny people. And I don't know that many people Dude, that yeah, aren't funny. No. no, I think we should put that in because that's true. And I want to see more people being genuinely funny. <laughs> Like, because, like, y'all imagine... are so drab and you're so boring <laughs> and you don't even, like, curse. Why? <laughs> and it's like, yeah, so no, we're going to go there. Fuck all y'all bitches. There's so many people that just, like, weren't born funny are at you, all. Do you think maybe it's a personality trait, though? Or maybe it's the trauma. I feel like it's the trauma. And... I but no, know. sometimes I meet I someone. I think people are like, even trying. Like people are such prudes too. I yeah, think. And to be funny, yeah. you need to be crass. Do you think those are exclusive? No, no. You have to have the shock factor. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, we're looking for more hate comments. Comments. Yeah. yeah. Also, we did get a comment. I don't know if you saw on our Instagram. Oh, I didn't. Um, from it's called Boys Sports and Men. It's a podcast. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. Guys, beer and sports. Commented. Oh, similar, similar. I Simil- can understand I would how you would get them same. confused. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So they have an inst- they have an Instagram following. They are uh, a podcast podcast boys, and they slid into our um our comments and they said that we had funny funny stuff (laughs) and is that condescending is that like being sarcastic it could be but i took it as a full-blown fucking compliment that's huge because boys who love sports and beer like us which is our not even close to our target audience if you really think about it yeah that would actually be I think that would be the opposite of our our target audience. We're looking for yeah. girls, wine, anti-sports. Yeah, maybe. You could say. So, uh, yeah, they'd be commenting, and I felt really good about it, and I just kind of wanted to put it out there. A no, little shout I'm out glad to the that guys, you shared that. And, and sports podcast out there. Yeah. Um, This is just something I'd like to bring to the table. I don't know if you feel this way, but, like, within tipping jobs that have tips, so, like, I guess just the service industry. Yeah. I've become such a raging cunt, and I mean that when I say that. Okay. I don't want to do anything for you unless you tip me, and I feel like that's kind of gotten <laughs> that's gotten to the point where it's almost in my life. I'd rather Nathan pay for sex than to expect oh, it. Oh yeah, fair. I feel like if if someone says, "Can I have a glass of water?" I want to ask, "How much are you going to pay Two dollars, three dollars. It's like how much is it worth? Do you feel that way? Like I feel like I've become such a like, right. I, I like quit you're my putting job a price on everything, and I'm a better person now because of it. Honestly, because when I was working at this bar if someone was just like oh can i have an extra lime i'm like you already tipped me i'm not giving you a lime 
You yeah, already pay. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's fucked up because that's when literally my ask job. Me for an iced tea to go after they've paid. Oh my god, I want to. It happens to me on them. the daily. I'm like, iced tea to go needs to be like seven fifty. Mm-hmm. It needs it needs to cost you something, mm-hmm. and you can't ask me for it after you've already paid out and tipped yeah. me, and now you want to leave and have an iced tea to go. Mm-hmm. I would get someone who come in and they'd like buy a beer, they pay for the beer, they tip me a shit tip, and then they come back and they want another beer, and I'm like, I don't even want to give you a beer because I know no. what you're gonna tip me. Yeah, and it's terrible because it's like that is my job, and like it really shouldn't matter how much they tip me. I mean, it should right. matter, but it it makes me turn into a terrible person. And people will actually be genuinely nice people, being like, Oh, can I just get an extra lime also right. i'm the person who will go and ask for an extra lime right that too and i want to okay, controversial slap those people. controversial yeah but how do you feel about when you go to a coffee shop and all they do is like type in your order and then they flip it over and, and ask, ask for you a tip. to tip them for like 18 20 or 25 percent like how so, or, or like at a sandwich shop maybe because i get like the baristas like doing the work and they're they're chatting with you and you know okay, say it's just a person who isn't doing anything other than typing it in yeah i mean i just feel i like... used to be okay i used to be really stingy about that i used to be like oh they're not doing anything yeah but then i worked those types of jobs yeah and honestly i'd rather be making something and not getting tipped than to be sitting and dealing with the people Right. Because I feel like more so I'm tipping for the people that are so shit in this world and they're so mean. Like, yeah. I'm tipping to compensate for those people. And hopefully I'm not that I, – I don't think I'm that type of person. But, like, yeah. say, like, a bitch Karen woman comes in and tips zero dollars. I'm tipping to compensate for her. Does that yeah. make sense? And that's what makes you a queen. Thank you. 100%. But, okay, my, my issue is – okay, say so we are, like, regulars at Jersey Mike's. And <laughs> – <laughs> Okay, really? Keep really? Go- keep going. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Do they, like, know you by name? Okay, this is the story. Is like, we order on the app, mm. and on the app, like, you're literally pressing everything yourself, mm-hmm. right? And our order's, like, not extra complicated. We don't ask for, like, extra pickles or, like, mm-hmm. anything like that. It's just two sandwiches and a soda. And then at the end, it asks you to tip them. But, like, mm-hmm. you're at home on your own phone, putting in your own order and then you're going to drive there you're like yeah but i think the other thing is a situation and maybe maybe this is me maybe i'm i'm open to being reformed well i I think okay i do think that you have to tip there's no thing there i think that it's that we shouldn't have a tipping culture at all but that's not getting fixed like i think like actually genuinely jersey mike's people are not making enough money to rent a place that's close enough to work at Jersey Mike's right. in they Houston, Texas. They actually need that money, so like, I should, yeah. They yeah. need that money because the actual minimum wage is like yeah. seven twenty-five. Yeah. Which they're probably not making seven twenty-five, but even like you need to be making like $15 to be able to afford a place. Oh, in, way more in than anywhere. $15 like, an hour. Here, yeah, way more. And so it's like every single person relies on tips, like every single yeah. person. And it sucks because- We've created this disgusting tipping culture in America. Right, but right. it's like... And and quite literally at my job, which I don't even make... Mm, I guess that's like to my point a little bit too much, but I feel like I need tips even more because I make 213. So then maybe I'm thinking, oh, well, these people are so lucky. You're already making, making $15 yes, an hour. Like, yeah. why should I tip you? Especially if I'm doing all the work myself. But I also don't want to be like a stench. Like, I do still tip them. 
Yeah. But it just like I know it's a very controversial thing about like, okay, all of a sudden now we have to tip on everything everywhere now, even if it's, you know. Well, I also think that's the other thing is like it used to be you tip because that's the the hardest thing is the people that you deal with who don't tip you are the people who think that tipping is for above and beyond service. Right. And that's right. what it was. That's what tipping be- was in the beginning was it was supposed to be this opportunity to give someone who was an amazing server this like extra little bit. Yeah. But now tipping is a part of your literal income. Yeah. And, and so now it's, it's like, just like other people paying your wage when your company should be paying your yeah, wage. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, it's totally backwards. No, I agree. And that, and that makes a lot more sense because even with like the Jersey Mike's people, like they need to make the tips in order to, to live. Their wage obviously it shouldn't be me paying their wage for them but it doesn't mean that they shouldn't make their wage and right now i'm the only person who would be doing that you know yeah uh actually relating to serving culture is i would love to see more notes on on my receipts (gasps) i've only gotten a couple in my life i've saved every single one of them one time someone left even the ones that was mean even the one that was mean i have the mean one I have one that says you're really good at explaining happy hour and it was the first note that I ever got <laughs> and I will literally keep it forever. Like yeah. the way that it it still boosts my confidence to this day. It's okay if you don't tip me 25%. It's okay. If you leave me a little note, you guys. Really? Just... No, not for me. If you leave me a note that's like you were so great. Oh, it has to be at least 15%. 20%. Oh, okay. that's what I okay. mean. Yeah. If you don't, I if you don't tip me twenty five percent, it's okay. I think it should be twenty five mm-hmm. and a note. If I was that great, mm-hmm. I have gotten some notes that it's like you were great, great service, like short, quick notes, and then it's like a ten percent tip. So yeah, that's, that to me mm, is like not adding that's up not there. that does. I don't care what you think about me. Right. I need or money. Or people personally? Do people ever personally come <laughs> up to you and yep. personally like congratulate you yep. on what an amazing server you are? And it's like thank you. Please reflect it in your tip, and then Literally. I'll believe you. Literally. Because I'm not, it's not coming across right now. Money yep. talks, you know? Yeah. Super fair. But yeah, draw me a picture, you know, any anything really. Leave I'd your love Instagram handle, it. like anything. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'll there. look you up. Um, Something I'd like to see more of is people being bad at things. Yeah, yeah. And so like. For sure. I know you know people who like have Instagrams where they like are doing something, right? It's it's art. It's music. It's Oh, I thought something. this was like a slander thing, but I think you're going to have a positive twist on this. I'm going to have a positive twist, but it's not going to be like fully Oh, I nice. know. I like this. I like this. I, one, like the thing that I think I've missed the most about my childhood self is that I have such a hard time doing things that I'm bad at. I used to do art all the time. And I didn't yeah. ever have the pressure of feeling like I needed to be good at it. And then it was like I reached the age of like 19 and I was like, oh, 19-year-olds at my age are successful in the things that I want to do. So I can't do them anymore or something. Yeah. I want to, one, do things that I'm bad at and just be okay with it. Like I really want to dance even though I know I'm not going to be good yes. at it. I really want to do art even though I'm not going to be great at it. Like I just want to do more shit. But I want to see more people post on their Instagrams shit that they're so bad at. Like, I think, really want to see Do you think it needs that. a preface of, like, I know I'm bad at this, but I'm no. trying? Or do you no. think people okay, should honestly, just be their full selves? I would love it more if someone thinks they're good at it and they're right. not. If a girl's out there singing her heart out and she is 
I'm talking shit at it. That's fantastic. I love that. Yeah, yeah. And and, and it gives me the it gives me the opportunity to do that myself. So if you're out here singing your heart out, that means I get to go over to my little piano and I get to play my heart out and I'm gonna post it on fucking Instagram. Okay, and yeah. we don't have to be good at it. And I post my art and we're like, this is my best. And people are like in the comments, absolutely, girly, love it. Yeah. And you don't have to be good at anything. Like, what What was that? What happened it's that kind we had of the to be same good at thing it? of, like, if people are talking about you behind your back, it doesn't even matter because it's not affecting you because it's behind your back. And the people that and are loving you in front of your face are going to let you know. And then you're going to feel better about yourself. So you might and as well. And the things that they're saying, they're still talking about you. They yeah. think you're hot shit. They're yeah. worried about you. You're like, giving them a good laugh. Yeah, that's fantastic. You're either funny or you're right. good at singing. Yeah. Or you're funny or you're great at art. That's like, net it's good. That's awesome. not even net, net neutral. Good net into good, this yeah. World. That's a really good point. Ooh, thank you. Okay, this is the last one. But we've talked a, a little bit about work today. But I want to see more of not sacrificing your work-life balance at any cost. And I'm talking if okay. you would like the day off for yourself to go on a hike and turns out the day off that you want for yourself is not a day that you can request off girl we're calling in Mm because you're gonna go on this hike you know what I mean or like if you have something personal going on in your life I used to think that punctuality was just top notch top notch it was like the absolute shit and now I'm just like you know what my life is so much more important than my work that actually I need my work to like be flexible around my life because my life rocks and I'm like doing things that I like to do for myself and if I'm in the middle of making a five course breakfast for myself and I'm a little bit late for work that's okay because I'm okay with it you know and everyone else needs to be okay with that too and obviously there's a line of like respecting your coworkers and their time and I've been on the other end of that so I definitely think you have to find a balance with that and with respect and all of those things right But I think it's just like you don't need to sacrifice your whole life to like make sure that you're at work on time because if if you have something else going on, your life is equally actually way more important than being at work. So, yeah. And I, maybe it doesn't go for, like, you doctors out there that are listening. Yeah, yeah, fair. I do not save any lives. No, I do. I so know what you mean. Like, I called out of work a few weeks ago to my bartending Sunday night shift. Right. Where I normally make zero dollars. Yeah. And I call Hannah and I'm, like, freaking out. I'm like, I feel so guilty about this. Granted, I was also sick. I was literally not feeling well. Yeah. And I did homework the entire time because I was screwed for school. Yeah. And I was like, I called out. And you were like, girl, it's fine. Like, this isn't it's that It's all serious. right. And I think we just need to make it. It's st- super like, not stop that serious. Stop making it so fucking serious. Yeah. Like, it's literally not that big of a deal. Also, and, if like, your managers are making it a big deal, like, just remember that their emergency is, number one, not your priority. And it's also, it's a projection of their issues. This has nothing to do with you. You're taking the day off. You need some time to rest. And I'm sure you have homework and other things to do. And if you need the day off, you need to take the day off. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. And come back to this segment whenever you take the day off because it's it's going to be hard and it's going to hit you. Oh, I still am definitely nauseated if I ever call in. Yeah, for sure. Because it's like it's like my worth is in what other people think. about me, And I have to I have to disassociate that. It's like, no, my worth is in what you think I feel about my own self and my own situation. And we've created this whole like idea that calling out of work at your menial, menial job is the worst thing you could do. 
and it's really at the end of the day, corporate America will succeed. Yeah. And you can go home and exactly. do your own little thing. The train's still going to be running. Yeah. It's and the restaurant's fine. still going to be there tomorrow. Your job's still going to be there tomorrow. I mean, do it too many times, obviously you'll get fired. But you know what I mean. You know what I mean. And I think it also, if you're, okay, if you're getting so wasted the night before and you know that you need to go to work the next day and then you're you're waking up so unbelievably hungover and then you, like, if it's your own, like, issue, which maybe it can happen once or twice, but right. if it's something where it's like, I truly think that I'm going to be better off if I don't go to work today and yeah. I need to serve myself in this moment, go for it. Right. I guess know? it's, I'm more promoting, like, having a mental health day. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like that, that being a legitimate reason that you call out of work is just because you actually need the day off. So yeah, I'm with you. All right. I want to hear about your movie. Okay. Well, I'm actually really scared to put this out there because this movie has become like a core value in my life. Like it's topped everything. It's topped normal people. It's topped. I'm serious. Like I'm not even joking. I saw it this weekend with Nathan and I was actually really anxious because I, I hate watching movies and I hate going to the movie theaters because it just stresses me out. But it's been getting, like, really amazing reviews, and I've heard about it, and I was like, okay, let's just do it. And so we went, and it's called Everything. I'm on the edge of my seat. It's called Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. And I can't even explain really what it is, but it's basically just about life. The first half of the movie, I hated it so much I wanted to leave. Interesting. But the last half of the movie, I'm not joking when i say changed my life i'm hooked like, like i'm i'm so hooked okay you need to watch it. it i really recommend watching it in the theaters because i think it it really is something insane and it just basically puts meaning to life and i think it's the first time i've really had any sort of meaning to life outside of christianity which has been big because i think not being christian anymore has been really actually difficult right like, right I feel like I want to believe, but I just can't anymore. Yeah. And you can't really go back. That's what they don't tell you. You really can't go back. And I mean, I'm sure every Christian will say you can, but like really in my heart Mm, of hearts, I just do not believe it. Yeah. And it's, you can't believe in what your conscious doesn't believe. Like it's so hard to just convince yourself. And I've been convincing myself for years to be a Christian and I can't do it anymore. And so this like movie actually shook me to the core because it it gave me a meaning to life that like, I feel like is outside of Christianity and, and just something that's so universal. And I think that's the purpose of it. It talks a lot about like generational trauma and like, it I'm was truly on one it. of the most beautiful movies. And I'm actually I, like, on it. I've been listening to the um the score from it, and me and Nathan like afterwards, the conversations that we had were the deepest conversations we ever had in our lives. God, it like gets me so emotional. But okay, I just, I'm so if you hooked. can watch yeah, it, yeah, I'm go gonna out watch there and it, and then we can we can chat about it on the podcast. So y'all watch it too, because then okay. whenever we I come am... back next week, we can all talk about it. Yeah. The only thing is, is that if you don't like it, I really can't hear that from you. I heard like. Okay. It's a core value no, that's for me. Okay. Keep it to yourself. I will. I will. It. I will. But also, the first half of it, I could have gotten up and left. I hated it so much. Okay. I don't know if other people felt that way. Nathan still liked it in the first half, but you need the first half for it to meet, be meaningful yeah. in any way. So it, it does matter. But Well, either way, it's going to be meaningful to me because it's meaningful to you, and it'll help me Thank understand you. you better, even if I hate it. So. Thank you. I'm hopeful you'll like it. But it was it was very it did shake me. OK. To the core, so. Well, that's your homework podcast girls. And don't share it with her if you hate it because it'll hurt me. And also but... we're going to ask you what you want to see more of. <laughs> yeah. What do you want to see more of? Maybe we could do an episode with what they want to see more of. Yeah, that would be fun. Yeah. Okay, we'll ask that on the Instagram and then below 
we're gonna ask if you want to see our bathroom drawer and also what we make. <laughs> so that'll be another episode. Awesome. Perfect. All right, love y'all.